Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. All right, welcome to episode 116 of the Tony's Take Podcast. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we have off-road taco ice cream Andy. It's called the Choco Taco, and I just enjoyed one. Oh, and Tony Katz. Yes, I did not have a Taco Choco or Choco Taco, taco, taco but uh, it looked good. Yeah, I did. I'd never seen that in my life. That, is that That's an individual sale, right? They sell them at the Ice Cream Man. At the, at ice, the ice Cream, cream Man. Man. Also at stores, I believe. Because Klondike bars come in like a six-pack in that sleeve. Yeah. I've never seen a taco. No. Good job there, Andy. I mean, we're in a fucking cramped area, okay? Don't fucking criticize me right now. Jesus. This is not comfortable. (laughs) He doesn't like to partition next to him. God damn. (laughs) All righty, Andy. I'm saying, like, lay off any sort of fuck-ups because we're basically being put in a cave. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are still in the garage. Um, I think maybe even next week... We might be back in the studio. Okay. It is funny in because the studio. for you guys that obviously cannot see the video. Actually, Andy is, I, I did a video of the, the place, but yeah, it's still kind of Well, for the tell. guys that can't see us right now on the sitting down doing this, the video, every week we come in here, our chairs and the desk we use are always slightly moved a little to our right, and <laughs> there's always new things coming around, and... Right now, next to Andy, he's got a table that I don't think is normally there, and if it is, it's usually no. more room, but then he's got a, another table that's on its, like, standing up, pretty much, that is leaned up against his chair, and we're very squished Now, I, I actually did that, because Luke had it on its side, executive producer Luke, and uh, it wouldn't, the garage wouldn't close, and that's the only garage I know how to access, no. <laughs> so I had to push it up so that it would close. Um, also, this is the first time I'm realizing I can't see Tony and I can barely see Andy yeah. with this monitor. I, I thought about that too, that I couldn't see Sean at all, but I hear him. I have to crouch because <clears> the <throat> mic is low, so I'm, I'm kind of limited on, um, you also, know, addressing is, uh, people in the room. We actually have a fourth person in here tonight that won't be talking. We have a giant mannequin in yeah, here. Yeah, we have a ghost rider. Who doesn't even have a face. <laughs> Just Not a even body. eyes. Just a body. Just a body. But, uh. Yeah, so we're still in the garage, so pardon our uh, pardon our dust, as uh, those people like yeah, to say. By, by not a face, I meant not a head. Because <laughs> yeah. a lot of mannequins don't have faces. It's but be very hard for him to enter you know, the beauty pageant head. without a face. Uh, but should we dive right into some sport talk? Yes, we should. Sport talk. Sport so, talk. Uh, <clears throat> a segment called Sport Talk. Yeah. Sport talk. So, um, a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, Mostly Sean and I were very, very adamant that it was going to be Golden State and Milwaukee. We were basically yes. already writing Toronto off. We weren't giving Toronto a chance. You know, they were, I think last time we did this podcast, even it was 2-1, so we really weren't giving Toronto a chance. And Andy was the only one that said, hey, 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 don't get ahead of ourselves yet. Toronto is still in this thing. They haven't, you know, lost yet. And uh, sure enough, Andy ended up being right. Toronto won four games in a row and ended up winning that series four games to two. And uh, the biggest adjustment in that series was by far when they decided to start putting Kawhi on Giannis, and Giannis just wasn't able to do what he normally does, which is just be able to drive in and be unstoppable. Like I was saying, when they played Boston, he would drive in, he would do a spin move, and then he would do a dunk and get fouled, and that just wasn't happening this this series once uh, they started doing the switch, and Siakam would go in there, Ibaka... And they were just giving him trouble. But uh, 
The other big thing about that series, too, is that I was saying was if Toronto did have any chance, I said Kyle Lowry had to play well. And Kyle Lowry actually did step up, and he played pretty well. And then their bench started doing good. I mean, Van Vliet, ever since he had his kid, averaged like 18 points a game the last like three games of the series or four games and shot, I think it was like 14 of 17 from three or something like that, or 14 of 18, like something ridiculous. And they just, they look good. And uh, I actually think we're in line for a good NBA Finals. Yeah, I agree. I'm actually a little happier this way, but... Reason I wanted to see Raptors not go that far is I just didn't want any reason for Kawhi to stay in Toronto. I think it's unlikely he's going to stay. I agree, but you never know. I was telling people I think actually that if he wins a finals, that's even better for him to leave because it'll kind of be like, all right, I won here. I don't want to be here. I already did my job here. I'll forever be a hero here. And then I just walk off into the mist as if I was never there. But they all know I was. Always be remembered. He'll have a statue. And it'll be one of those like things that when he, if he does go to the Western Conference and he plays in Toronto once a year, he'll never get booed. They'll never be mad he left because he brought them a championship. Yeah. I think if anything, it's if they don't win, maybe he wants to say and taste it. But I think regardless, he's gone. He wants he's wants to leave. This was just a little stop in point. Now, did you guys see the video? I think his sister posted and. Uh, took town pretty quickly you can hear a voice in the background saying uh something to the term uh, to the effect of y'all are you know don't expect to see him there next year or something like that uh they don't they didn't identify the voice it sounds like an older guy so maybe his dad or uncle or... His, his dad is no longer with us okay so maybe uncle or someone but definitely uncle's in the picture a lot but he wouldn't say, get caught on camera saying something like that well he's not on camera okay, not on camera you know on recorded Okay, well, that's also – someone said it, and they took it down pretty quick, but um, I think Laker – some Laker Twitter account, uh, like a fan page, saved uh, the video and posted it. So I saw that this morning. Well, he's not going to the Lakers, so. Well, nevertheless, Andy, he's going to the Clippers. You heard it here first. Oh, we're breaking it, yeah. Yeah. I got inside sources. Yep. I'm best friends with his uncle. Yeah, he dropped off a taco, one of those Choco Tacos. Yeah. No, he likes them too. They're really good. Straight from the ice cream, man. This is good stuff. But yeah, I, I don't. Regardless of what happens, I don't think he's going anywhere. I mean, I don't think he's staying. I don't think he wanted to stay or anything. So that'd be that'd be honestly that'd be fun for them if he did just walk in and won a championship and left after a year, and it was just always kind of like, wow, who was that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Right. That'd be crazy. But uh, honestly, though, I think I actually didn't know until a few days ago, actually, that. Toronto even gets home court. I forgot that they actually had a one game better record than Golden State. So I'm uh that actually makes things to me a little more exciting because that city is going to be pumped and uh it's already confirmed I believe that Duran is out game 1. Yep. But he did travel to Toronto. Yes, he I, did. So obviously you know he's probably got to do all the media BS and whatnot, but also maybe he does play game 2. Like I was saying I think if they lose game 1, I think maybe they throw him out there game two because you don't want to get down 2-0. But if they win game one, then I think for sure they rest him until they get back to Golden State. And then they kind of be like, okay, once we get back here, then we can, if you're ready, we can do it or whatnot. But I just feel like, you know, I mean, obviously they the offense seems to run smoother. Certain guys like Draymond Greens and play better when Durant's out. But I think just once the moment Durant says I'm ready to play, it's not like they're going to be like, oh, no, 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 like. He's going to play, so and he's going to want to play, I think, because it's the finals. So, Unless he absolutely can't play, I would be shocked to not see Duran out there at some point in this series. 
So let's not get ahead of ourselves with our uh, whole preview here. I think there's more to discuss about the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. And uh, you want to give credit to the Raptors and, you know, their guys there. Gasol played much better. You talk about Van Vliet. Um, but what about the other end where we just didn't see enough from like from Giannis, but we also didn't see enough from his supporting cast. Yeah, Miritich yeah. Was, didn't even like play the last few games, it seemed like. Ilya Sova was just worthless out there. Eric Bledsoe couldn't hit a shot. George Hill was like the only guy yeah. who seemed like he belonged. And Brooke Lopez at moments. Yeah. Mostly the game, I think game one, and then another game he hit a clutch three, but he would but he drive horrible, in and take over. But that horrible play at the end of game five or six. I can't remember where he was that the last game, six, where he, he didn't get that rebound. Oh, Kawhi got it. It went to no, it went to Gasol. Yeah, it was a it was an awkward oh, it was an awkward so. shot, but he kinda let he was he had the good box up position and then yeah. he didn't it kinda just yeah. went to the only spot like yeah. he couldn't have just quickly grabbed it. It was just it, he kinda blew it in my mind. But yeah. um really like does how does Giannis look back at this like I do need to get a I mean, you shoot shoot better. I need to figure out how to yeah no but you're not be, be so easily defended. That's what people said is that this series what it really did was it exposed Giannis. It made people now next year can go out there and be like, wait a minute, if he doesn't develop a jump shot, we know how to kind of stop him now because they'll just keep watching this series and be like, what did Toronto do? And that's what they'll do against him because that team and if the other guys aren't going to step up and like even Chris Milton nowhere to be found in those games. Yeah. One of those games he had like six points. I think it was either I think it was game it might have been the last game or it was game five. He had, like, six points with – I think it was game five. He had, like, six points with, like, five minutes left in the fourth quarter. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, he he's supposed to – and he's a guy that wants a max contract. I mean, it's like, come on. You guys yeah. got to step up. Like, it needed to be next man up, and it just wasn't. That's unfortunate for Milwaukee, but uh, oh, well. They'll, I think what was going to happen is Milwaukee, I think this should wake them up to be like, hey, you know, we need someone to come here and help him because – they're not going to win with just him, I don't think. He needs another, like, true supporter with him. So, well, for my hope is that the NBA, there's a realignment where talent gets more dispersed. And I mean, the Bucks are one of the better regular season teams, like, ever, just based on, like, stats. Not not wins, exactly, but just how well they played offensively and defensively, where they were the top defense and, like, third offense or something like that. Yeah, and they were, I but, think, the top rebounding team. So, it's like they were they were a really good, deep team. But like you said, their second guy isn't isn't a superstar, and they made the All Star team. But they also have an interesting future to look at because he's a free agent. Middleton is, is a free agent, can walk. Brooke Lopez is a free agent, and Malcolm Brogdon's a restricted free agent. And they already have a ton of money committed to guys like um, Bledsoe and Tony Snell's still on the books for like <laughs> another forty million or something crazy. It's like, and Giannis is going to be eligible for the super max soon. So like. They've got decisions to make. Like, if this is the best version of that team, is it a championship team? Was it really just an experience that if they come back next year with the same team, I mean, are they going to be – they'd be the favorites in the Eastern Conference, you know, barring any sort of, like, Kawhi to the Sixers or something. Yeah. Um, But is it enough to take down the West's the best? I don't don't know. I don't know. No, especially if Kawhi joins someone. Actually, we say they'll be the favorites in the East. That depends where Durant and Irving go, too. Yeah. I mean, there was some – Stuff today that it's unlikely Kyrie's going to the Knicks now. They they still think Durant will, and you have that team Durant in. Well, I don't know. So let me say this: so if Durant, let's say he goes to the Knicks, and let's say he doesn't add any significant pieces, I'm sure he'll get some random veterans that are like 
can still play or something like that. I don't. It's not like it's just going to be Durant and the team that they have now. Well, Kemba's from New York, too, so people think that might happen. So. Also, they did still get some of those guys in that trade. I mean, they still have Dennis Smith. Wasn't horrible. Isn't Tim Hardaway still there? Or are those guys like... No, uh, Hardaway went back to Dallas in that deal. Oh, he did? Okay, I'm an idiot. Yeah. He was already there. Who else did they... Oh, oh um, Wesley Matthews, but he left, huh? He went to... Uh, yeah, and they got DeAndre Jordan. And they got. I think they got picks or something. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly. Well, Kevin Knox but, is emerging, too, but... And they will get the third pick, so they probably will get R.J. Barrett. Yeah. So, But we don't know how he's you know, going to be. I'm not saying it's a bad core, but that's not a team that's going to be. No, I know, but that's what I was going to actually ask you. Let's say it's just Durant and he doesn't get any significant other piece. Where would they rank, you think, in, to win the odds to win the East? Like third or fourth? I mean, it's so hard. We don't know how anything's going to shake well, out. Well, that's what I'm saying, because you were already saying you think Milwaukee I mean, will be the favorite. Yeah, I mean. But then we don't know where Durant's going is what I'm getting. You don't at. know if Philly is going to make like a, a move with, with all they have. Yeah. Is they going to no, bring right. everyone back? Um, I was just saying like. Is a team abs- like Orlando going to make some big crazy thing you don't even expect? And then they're right there. It's So it's hard, it's hard to know right now. But but like I said, I don't. there's no reason not to expect Milwaukee to, you know, they're not going to be worse in the sense, like, I think they're still going to win 55 games or something. They're not going to fall off back to, like, middle of the pack. So they'll be there competing. But uh, I don't know. My hope is that you don't have to be as that good anymore. With If Golden State yeah. kind of falls off, you don't have to be this incredibly all-time great team just to have a chance. And I, yeah, and I think uh, we'll – I guess we can get more into Golden State once we talk the finals about what we think their future will get to. But, yeah, I mean, it'll uh... – It'll be interesting to see what ends up happening with Milwaukee because I think I think the whole time I said I didn't think they were going to win the finals, I did. I'll admit I did obviously think they'd get there. But one of the things I was saying before the final, the playoffs started was that I thought their biggest problem was the fact that they were they are a little young and whatnot, and wasn't sure how they would uh, end up doing. And I thought it would just end up being a learning experience for them this yeah. year. So, and I think that's what it's going to be. I mean, they saw. Things that they'll have to work on. I mean, I think Giannis is a smart player, and he worked hard this offseason. He gained 15 pounds of muscle. He's probably going to win the MVP. I think last I saw, he was a heavy favorite to win it, so he's going to at least get that this year, it looks like. But, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, if he does try to develop uh, a consistent 18-foot jumper because that's eventually what, you know, what Blake Griffin did, and that's what a lot of other big guys have done in the past recently is – Learn how to take that, be can be a threat from outside. So we'll see. Yeah, and then you extend that to the three point line. But yeah, um, he's still very young. What is he? Twenty four or something like, 24. like that. So he's still. Yeah, a... What I what I hate to hear, and there was some like false reports about it, where it's like Giannis expects Milwaukee to you know make moves, keep keep the team intact, or you know go out and improve. And if they don't, if they're not you know better in two years, he's he's out of there. And it's like it just I'm so tired of this shit. Like yeah. Every every superstar has to complain that they haven't won their title when it's just like yeah because they're all being sucked up by one team right now and yeah it's like that's all these guys are dealing with that they're not yeah winning. but like we said I think the Warriors I personally think this is going to be their this was is their last run of pure dominance like I, it will get a lot more difficult for them like obviously they kind of I don't want to say coasted but you know two six game series and then a sweep so I mean it wasn't you know, anything very threatening for them. I don't think they were ever losing in one of the series. Were they, did they get down two one to Houston? No, no, they were up two zero on Houston. Right yeah. Away, so, so they, it was, and then it became two, two, right? Yeah. So they never trailed in a series yet this year. So, I mean, 
that's just uh you know they just do well that they hardly ever have to play from behind especially lately but we'll see maybe toronto gives them a a game but yeah i think that's uh what we should uh discuss yes. yes so you guys any chance what do you guys think is there any chance toronto wins this series Mm. Of course, there's a chance. Okay, I guess I should say what there do you guys... always is the, like, this guy gets hurt stuff, which already happened, and it seems like it's going to be another guy, this guy gets hurt thing. Yeah. But also, the other side of it is, what if Danny Green has one of his Danny Green playoff and games? And so that's the other thing, too, is Danny Green, they didn't even really play him. No, he was the, very bad, and, and, and they Norman Powell so it'll be interesting, was good. So. And it'll be interesting to see, like, so, so, okay, we'll just start there before we even get to our predictions. We can save that for the very end, but... The one thing that I like with Toronto is if that bench plays what it's capable of, that's a big edge, in my opinion, that they have on Golden State. Golden State doesn't really bring many people off the bench that are really threats, but, I mean, Golden State's got – I mean, uh, Toronto's got Van Vliet. You've got Ibaka, Powell, and then, you know, who were – when Danny Green wasn't starting, who who was starting, or what did he start still every game? I don't know what they did there, kind of thing. I don't have to check because I I remember it being like I noticed that he wasn't playing anymore, so I was kind of like, like just wondering what the reasoning was. But I I don't know if they were still starting him or if uh, they were just ineffectual. But... Yeah, because sometimes they'll still start that person and then they don't play him. So let's see, game seven, Toronto. He did start. So he would start. He played 14 minutes game seven, went 0 for 4 from 3, and that was it. Zero points. Yeah. But I'm telling you, that three-headed monster coming off the bench, Powell, Ibaka, Van Vliet, if it plays like it, it's capable of, that's a good team. So my you... counterpoint to that is that Golden State has enough length on defense that makes those guys disappear. I've seen it so often. You saw it just this last series. Remember Rodney Hood? Remember the hero Rodney yeah. Hood? Where the fuck was Rodney Hood in that series? No, you're right. Those guys who who come off the bench and have like turn series, Golden State can just wipe them out. And I guess you got to remember too in the playoffs, it bench it really becomes irrelevant because you can play your starters. Yeah, for 40, not, not that it's forty five minutes, and especially the bench guys are more likely to have those. They get they. Well, I guess okay, irrelevant was the wrong word. I'm saying it becomes more like it's not as. Like oh my gosh, they have a better bench than us. It's yeah. gonna go. They're gonna go on like a monster run at some point because of when the like the benches or whatnot. There's never gonna be that like all five Golden State starters are out. Yeah, they're always gonna yeah. have one or of Curry and, or, and Thompson on the floor. That's the one thing that and... does concern me a little bit with that. This series could actually end in four games favoring Golden State or five is because Toronto at times their offense doesn't look good. We saw it in the Philly series. We saw it in Game 2 against Milwaukee. There are times when that offense looks ugly. And Golden State does play good defense. They have good length. They could make things difficult for them, especially when they go to uh, Golden State. So that's why I'm saying if guys like Kyle Lowry, Van Vliet, they're going to have to keep shooting the way they've been shooting. Norman Powell and Danny Green's going to have to wake up. Danny Green's been to the finals before. He's won a championship before. He's He's played well in the finals before. So he's going to need to uh, step up for them and be an extra factor for them because they're going to need your realistic. You're going to need all the help you can get because it's yeah. a matter of time before they send Durant out there. And then the other wild cards, we don't even know what Cousins is going to do. Yeah, that's what I'm most looking forward to this series because, I mean, 
we've seen how Golden State's played with without him. I mean, these last yeah. two series, Bogut's barely played. Um, they're not really using yeah, the he center. Got, he got hurt, what, game Game four? two of the Clippers. It was game two? Yeah. Um, so I was thinking that, you know, they could really take away Marcus Gasol because he'll be, it'll be hard to play. Well, that's what they've done. They've made Capella look bad and stuff like that. That someone like Gasol, who's been very important for Toronto here, like how's he going to play against the, like, small ball lineup of the Warriors? But the other part of that is also allows them to play DeMarcus Cousins without worrying about the other side. DeMarcus Cousins can clearly guard Gasol because all Gasol does now is stand out there. And then on the other side, DeMarcus Cousins can take anyone, even a former defensive player of the year. So you give him that kind of challenge, he'll be motivated. It's the NBA Finals. He could he could show up huge. and it's just I mean, it could go yeah. either way with DeMarcus Cousins, but I, I could see him having a you know dominating series. Yeah, I mean, he, he doesn't need to be in shape because when he's, it, has, when has he ever been in shape? When is Cousins back though? They haven't said. He's so. questionable for he's game questionable. one. So I mean, he that should sounds be back. like he should be back this yeah. series at least. So I would assume so. Yeah, they're they're saving him. They're not saying much. They're just saying like questionable. I don't think he'll play game one. And like I said, I think it just depends how the series goes. I think if Golden State wins game one, they're going to still keep those guys rested because if they go back one one home, they're okay with that because you win at least one game in Toronto, you take home court advantage. Then you take you take home court away from them. And then all of a sudden, you have home court advantage. And I think, uh, so that'll just depend. If they lose game one, they may panic and they may try to see if one of them can come back, like whether it's Cousins or Duran. I mean, with Duran, I I think with with Cousins, it's more of like I feel like maybe he can come back. They're just unsure. With Durant, though, Durant legitimately might not be able to come back. There's been a lot of people saying that calf injury was a lot worse than they made it seem like. Yeah, I, I don't think he's coming back because he hasn't done anything yet. And if he does want... You know, he's, I mean, obviously he's Durant. He's going to get the money wherever he goes, but the last thing you want to do is play and then you tear something and make it make it worse, and all of a sudden you're going into your free agent offseason with a bad injury, and people might yeah. kind of be like... Uh, I, I think what means the most to him is to play well again in the finals. Yeah. Because there's already been a little question. So he had that uh, little uh, argument with Chris Broussard about how he said uh, Kevin Durant doesn't want the Warriors to win without him. <laughs> Because it makes him look bad, and how that it's going to put an asterisk on his on his two rings, and I think he just has to point to his trophy collection and show the two Finals MVPs, and be like, "Fuck off, buddy," because okay. I won these. Um, but I think it does matter. I think if if he if he can go, even if it's like he's only going to go 15 minutes a game, he's going to do that, and I think he's going to do whatever he can to win because he wants to get rid of. He doesn't want this to be a narrative about how the Warriors are better without him or they're more happy or nothing. He's going to he'll be a team player. I think he'll want to show, like, so, I mean, <laughs> all these signs aren't aren't looking good for Toronto, in my opinion. I think it's just, there's so many ways it can go. I think Golden State has too many, too many guys to all have, like, bad series. If, if yeah. they all return, yeah, it's going it, to, it's going to require one of, one of their, I mean, multiple of their guys to have bad series, so it's like. If Curry goes off, but Thompson has a bad series, Durant never comes back. You can already see this scenario. Draymond and Ibaka could be a, a problem. Those are yeah, two I just, guys I who honestly, uh, love the punch. We talk the about punch, so. the length yeah. of of uh, Golden State, but it's also Toronto's got length too. Yeah, no, there's no doubt Toronto's one of the best defensive teams in the NBA. So but that's it doesn't saying, matter. Like, it's Golden State. So yeah, you can extend it to 30 feet. It's yeah. I just I don't know. I, I think there's Toronto no one in the, in the world who could guard Kevin Durant. 
There's no one in the world who can guard DeMarcus Cousins, and there's no one in the world who can guard well, DeMarcus Curry. Cousins, I think, is irrelevant kind of this series. I don't think but even I'm Cousins in a pure back, offensive just... Yeah, I mean, if Cousins was healthy, I would agree with that, but I, he's he's not. And even if he plays, it's like uh, Cousins, even when he was playing, he wasn't... It's not the same guy. I think if Cousins were to go in there right now, I think, like, Ibaka would... Or Gasol, even, or those guys would give him trouble. But... I don't know. So what are you predicting then? Like, give me a, a number. I know you looked at me like yeah. a little confused I mean, I'm, right there. Five. I'm not going to say four like I did last time, but five. All right. What I'm going to say six just because I want to see more basketball. But uh, I also was wondering, do you guys want to do some numbers on, because uh, Andy brought up the art of the nut punch on uh, flagrant fouls or technical fouls in the series? Do you want to do uh, like a over-under? Oh, like is Draymond gonna get suspended? Yeah, because remember, Where's was it his before? wife that helped him like realize like he just needs to keep his head down and play basketball? I, I didn't know that guy had a wife. Oh, it was <laughs> it was his. I don't know who it was. So I read that somewhere. I was like, holy shit! Like, could he even do that? I think like that kind of stuff just goes it was out the something window. like that. And then it was also that he was playing with his son, and his son was flopping or whatever. And holy uh, shit, you got kids. <laughs> and. uh uh, they, that he, sorry, I got distracted because Andy went to the gutter on that joke. Andy's a little pearl over here. What? <laughs> what? No, it's from, I did the oh. quote from Beer Fest. I think that's what he was laughing at. Was it? I don't know what you're accusing me of. So. What, are you, what were you laughing at when I said he was playing with his kid? Oh, just that he had a kid. Yeah. Oh, oh, I don't know, Andy. See, I was on the same page as Andy. Well, yeah. I, I, maybe I, my mind was in the gutter then. <laughs> I mean, he's not that old, but I mean, I guess he's okay. So, what I remember he said he said was that he was playing basketball with his kid or whatever, and his kid was like flopping a lot or something, and he was like, then he made some comment like that's when he realized like, oh shit, I gotta like relax with things a little bit, and he also said like I can't have him be watching the NBA too much. <laughs> I think that was just a way also for Draymond. To, yeah, that was just also a way for Draymond to call everybody a bunch of bitches in his own way, pretty much. Even though like he complains just as much as anyone. If not more, but uh, the other okay, yeah. I mean, do we think anything? Do we want to just shout out any like random exciting things we think could happen in the series? Will there be a suspension? Will there be technicals? I'll Probably go suspension. I'll but. go four technicals between both teams. Let's live a little bit. About Justin Trudeau and Sean Livingston get in a fight. Oh yeah. That could happen. There's a lot of there's a lot of inner country things that could happen here. I, I think I <laughs> a think maple there, syrup explosion yeah, will be know. a few technicals, and I think one of the technicals will stem because it'll be something like Draymond or someone gets pissed about something, and then Drake's gonna get up. Oh, for sure. And fire everyone up, and then he's gonna still bark at the ref, and then the ref's gonna tee him up, and then as the ref tees him up, you're gonna have Drake in Draymond's face, and Draymond's gonna be walking to the bench and like turn around and kind of say something to Drake. That's a that's a Something I see happening. I could see a technical, a double technical. And by the way, how about in the pregame for uh, leading up to the last uh, Raptor game, Barkley saying, you know, if I were playing, I would have, uh, you know, gone for a ball on the sideline and accidentally taken him out. Oh, yeah. I love that. I don't know. You don't want to admit that stuff. I know. I couldn't believe he said it. Well, Charles Barkley does not care. He also said something. Shaq said he'd do it too. Shaq shouldn't be diving at anyone. <laughs> yeah, Shaq would never. Drake dies in 1999's uh, finals. Shaq or... did jump over that like lady in Phoenix. There's a great like video yeah. of that. <laughs> I probably remember where, that. I mean, that lady was an inch away from dying. <laughs> Can you imagine Shaq coming at you? It's like a, a redwood falling on you or I've something. I've got a... Consp- 
potential conspiracy. Oh, let's hear oh, it. So the person, the American government, oh, and, its current, <laughs> and its current leadership. This is not where I saw this going. And its current leadership does not have any love for Steve Kerr and the Warriors. What so if Donald Trump travel gets a, ban or something? Yeah, gets the State Department to revoke the passports of the Golden State Warriors. Oh boy. <laughs> and they were forced, or only Bogut can play because he's not an American citizen. Yeah. Bogut and, and Drebko can leave on their own. There was go. a there was a game in baseball this year where it, uh, I forget what the reason was, but Ryan Braun couldn't play yeah. a game in Toronto because no, he happens, for, yeah. forgot his passport or yeah, he that happens. didn't. I forget what the reason was, but he couldn't play one of the games because he uh, well, a lot of these, able to get in. I mean, you see, it, there's another one today, like the domestic violence stuff, where some of the people who get in trouble can't go to okay, Canada so, because. And that's what I was gonna say. Also, like you mentioned, how JJ Redick has a DUI on his record. Yeah. How long ago was that? Uh, it was he was in the NBA, NBA but he was still like young. So okay, because I was gonna say like those stay on your record for ten years, and I've yeah. heard like Toronto's Canada's one of those places yeah. that won't let you in with like a DUI and it's stuff. True. So it's like you just wonder with some of these players. That's what, that's honestly the reason yeah, why they but that probably... But that stuff will be easier to get through rather yeah. than just some random... Yeah, but also but what I was going to say, though, is that's that. that's why the NFL will never add a Canadian team. They, some teams Buffalo are, already plays in Canada. Yeah, but they hardly play Buffalo. I mean, Canada. <laughs> yeah. They're still Buffalo, so, Somehow, still not, like I'm talking like a real Canadian team. Johnny Manziel played in Canada, and they let him in. Yeah, that's true, actually. Maybe they I don't know. Low standards. But, yeah, yeah, that's actually a good point. Mantel's done it all. But all right. uh, what, what say you, Tony? For the series? Yeah. I can tell you what I think will happen, and then what I... I mean, I think all of us can safely say we want Toronto to win. But if we're going to say what I think will happen, I think Warriors in six. I think it'll go... I think it'll be... I don't know how it'll go, whether it'll be Warriors win game one or game two, but I think it'll be a 1-1 series going back to Golden State. And I think Golden State will win both in Golden State. And then maybe they'll go back to Toronto. They'll be pumped up, I think, maybe have life and win that. And then they'll go to uh, back to Golden State and Warriors. So they have win. to win five games? Who? No, Wait. I said Toronto will have life and win. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I, heard, yeah, I heard the other way, too. <laughs> and then Golden State will go back and win another one. Oh. Just, just fuck you guys. <laughs> just keep going and winning. <laughs> Golden State took all seven. <laughs> No, okay, sorry if that got confusing. I think it'll go Raptors, Warriors, 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 Raptors, Warriors. 4-2, Warriors. Wow. That's very specific. I could also see it going Warriors, 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 Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Because I think I think if Golden State does win both games in Toronto, it'll be a sweep. Which, I mean, I think is a lot of people probably will think. But I can promise you if Toronto wins one and Golden State wins one, there will be no sweep. Yeah, I'm anxious to watch that first game on Thursday. Okay, then also really quickly, last thing. No, do it slowly. Okay, last thing. MVP, who wins it? I know some of the odds. There's some good value on a couple players. But, I mean, Curry's the favorite. Who did I vote for with the official Tony's take vote? Yes. Or... Well, who do you think's going to win once it's so I was pretending done? we had a vote. Oh. Because when he, Iguodala won it a few years ago, and he was like 120 to 1, they said, or 150 oh, to 1. Oh, they're talking about like the regular season MVP. Finals MVP. Okay. Um, It has to be Curry because he saw him 1 1. That's what I was thinking, too, is like, might He's, be the reason. Like, someone would have to play out of their mind, and that's assuming Golden State obviously wins. If Toronto wins, uh, someone was saying if Toronto wins, they think, oh, they'll give it to Kyle Lowry, and they're, someone's like, how? Like Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> give it to Drake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah seriously. If you're going to give it to Lowry, you might as well give it to Drake. Yeah. But uh, 
The only, I mean, I agree because Curry's never won one. If they do win it all, I think he'll get it. But I, there's value, I think, the most in Draymond Green. At 8-1, to one, the way he played, he's getting those triple doubles. He's a workhorse, and he plays good defense. Like, he could be someone that if he has another, like, triple-double type series and is playing that good defense and, you know, you never know. What's uh, Alfonso McKinney's odds? I don't even think he's on the board. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> Put $4 on Alfonso McKinney. What if he has, like, a game-changing block? It's like 70 points. And then sets a screen, and it's really good. It's game-changing <laughs> yeah. screen. Yeah. Could happen. Yeah, no, I don't think McKinney's on there at all. But uh, Kyle Lowry was on there, though, at, like, plus 3,000. So they're giving him hope, like 30 to 1. So, I mean, that actually might not be a, uh, I don't know. I, I, I like to say that's not, like, an awful bet, but I feel like it is. And uh, trying to see who else. So Gasol's eighty to one. So is Ibaka, and so is Iguodala, and so is Van Vliet. Kevin Durant though, fifteen to one. I mean, maybe they go down two zero, and Durant comes back, and then he just fucking lights shit up. Yeah, never know. Yeah, but uh, anyway, I think that's uh. Have we got anything else for the basketball? Uh, there's just more Lakers shit. It's always happening. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like a goddamn soap opera over yeah. there. Yeah, what actually did happen with all that today? I didn't even like. I heard some more stuff. Josh but I didn't Hart really... got sold out because he he told the Lakers that Amari Spellman, you know, isn't all that good of a guy or something. So the Lakers didn't draft him. And then they someone told that story. So then Omari Spellman's like, I thought you were my friend. Then... <laughs> oh, that's right. They played together, Villanova, huh? Yeah. So... Damn, that's a big deal. I saw a headline today that Palinka said uh, he introduced Kobe to Heath Ledger <laughs> yeah. on a date after Heath Ledger was already dead. Yeah, they said that uh, Palinka made up a story that Kobe went to a dinner with Heath Ledger to talk to him about how he prepares for a role like the Joker in The Dark Knight. Yeah. And they said when he had told that story, Heath Ledger had passed away like six months prior. Well, yeah, Heath Ledger died six months before Batman was released. Yeah, that's what so, it was. <laughs> Even if Kobe got like an advanced screening, he's not getting a six-month advanced screening. I was and then he was, like he was there the day before. Yeah, he was on he's, set like Boban. I want to tell you, that was great. But stay off the drugs. <laughs> yeah. Why? Like, why would it not yeah, even be a also, story? Well, I mean, uh, we love Heath Ledger here. I think we're all fans of oh, Batman, yeah. the Joker. But what would Heath Ledger say to him? Like, a lot of drugs, Kobe. I, I know. A lot of drugs. Lock like, yourself in a hotel room. For 30 days, and you'll come out shooting threes like there's no tomorrow. I imagine Heath Ledger was kind of a crazy person. Oh, yeah. Just kind of based on some of the other roles he had. Um, that if he were still alive, we would see some weird shit. Pro- probably some great some great art. I already thought, I thought like the movie he was supposed to do was that was going to be the last movie that he already had ready. I thought it was, or that he actually what? did do was a weird movie. Didn't, yeah, yeah. Wasn't, was didn't some... one more come out after Dark Knight? Yeah, and they like they had his character played by like three other people and stuff. And yeah. it was, I never saw it, but it was yeah supposed to be like. But it was like kind of strange, right? Yeah, that had nothing to do with like he didn't write it or anything. It just happened to be the next movie he did. His he last done... movie was the uh, the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus. There you go, Parnassus. That sounds like a weird movie, if you ask yeah. me. It's probably like the. Hey, voice he of plays Kevin Tony. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Alrighty, mighty. Well, uh, that was the entertainment show. Yeah. <laughs> That's just a preview of our entertainment yeah, skills. Yeah, we got some good stuff on entertainment yeah, we coming up. We check IMDb for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> really fun. There's a new Annabelle trailer out. Oh. 
Is there? Yeah. Oh boy. Actually, I know Andy's excited for that. He's. I a need fan to watch. The, I need to watch the new Annabelle. The, the Annabelle. last Annabelle. <laughs> Annabelle. <laughs> all this basketball talk. <laughs> It's a movie about the former Marlins pitcher. <laughs> they just turned him into a doll. And honestly, that movie might be about as scary as how his career has gone in the last few years. Um, well, there's an Annabelle movie from like two years ago that I never watched. So Yeah, I don't know what I've seen of Annabelle. It's on HBO, that one. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. But again, this is sports. The Nun is talking. on there, too. Yeah. That's on what? Oh, HBO? HBO, yeah. And a Halloween just got added. How do oh. we get? How do we get out of this? We actually, well, I actually watched Halloween. <laughs> Football. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, yeah, we'll get into that later. Yeah, just tune into our <laughs> okay, well, pod. I think basketball we can move on from, but yeah. there is a, a championship series that has already started. Game one was last night. The Boston Bruins and the St. Louis Blues. Uh, St. Louis Blues have never been to the. I mean, have been to the Stanley Cup once before, and it was in 1970, and they got swept by these Boston Bruins. Not these did guys, you, but yeah. this team. Did you see any of those highlights they're showing last night of the game? Of the of the old. Oh no! It's such. It's so weird. The the goalie Don't, is like standing straight up. It has no no pads, <laughs> no mask. It's just like a guy. It's so weird. But it's also you know you, you know the goalie's like hunched Dude, down and like okay. In a, hear me out on this. I know it could never happen. You know how, like, basketball does throwback jerseys, baseball does throwback jerseys? Can we at least have one time where the hockey does throwback night and the goalies have to wear the Jason yeah. masks? That would be badass. No, this guy wasn't even wearing that. He had nothing. I know that, yeah. That's, I don't know how that was allowed. He was wearing a jersey. There was, was no that pads. Allowed? I don't know how that was ever allowed. Oh, it like, gives me the chills thinking about, like, how these goalies used to just go out there with just hit me in the face if you can. Yeah. But, uh... Anyway, last night, though, Saint, a lot of people were a little concerned that 11 days off was going to be too much for the Bruins because they had swept Carolina, and it looked to be that way. Boston, I mean, uh, St. Louis got out 2-0 pretty early into the second period. They got their second goal to go up 2-0, and then Boston scored a couple goals in a row and then a third goal in a row and then added an empty netter at the end to win that game 4-2. So uh, we'll see. Boston just looks good. Boston's won, I want to say, seven games in a row now. Yeah, don't, I think that's right. Yeah, I was gonna say, don't quote me on that, but or I think no, I think they, eight. Maybe it was three in a row against. Well, Columbus. yeah, I think, I think it's. I think they were going in seven in a row. So okay. Now eight, yeah. Yeah, I knew. I couldn't remember if they had won the last two or three versus Columbus, but if, if I knew it was one of those, I think it was three. I think they did take care of that series pretty quickly. But uh, we'll see. They seem to be playing well, but St. Louis also. If St. Louis is going to win that series, obviously their goalie Bennington, who's been a stud, has to continue to be because this Bruins team can score goals and they're. The best team on the power play. They've been the best team on the power play in the playoffs. They were the second best team, I think, in the regular season behind only Tampa Bay, who people, the long-forgotten Tampa Bay team, that was so good that they lost in the first round by a sweep. They're just too good in the season. Well, you got to think St. Louis is a resilient team. Oh, yeah, they've been in this situation all year, yeah. Yeah, even last year he's down 2-1. And also they were... They were showed stats about St. Louis that in, like, January 7th they were in last place. And then January 10th they bring up this goalie and then... Here they are in the Stanley Cup. It, it's pretty remarkable the season they've had, and they've overcome some stuff. they got a team that plays good and plays hard, so I'm hoping they can uh, take game two. I don't think we really have predictions for this, but I would. I want St. Louis to win the series. We, I, mean, I think we've all seen enough Boston teams. I know you are tired of seeing Boston teams win. Yeah, three three and one cycle is yeah. rough. But yeah. And, uh, Whatever. Hockey only counts are a half, right? That's yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what else. Uh, oh, yeah, I know you wanted to 
We want to chat a little baseball? I do. Your team was There's... on TV last night, which is exciting. They never are. The Dodgers are banned from being on television, pretty much. Well, no, you have to have the right television package to watch their games, and I do not have that package. Um, some people do. But yeah, they're on TV, and I didn't know. I tried to find them, but blacked out on ESPN, but they were on a local network. Um, but why watch them when they're so... They do well when I don't. Yeah. <laughs> They did well last night. Yeah, I mean, not, maybe not as well, but they beat the Grom so, last night. I want to also quickly. I had to get comfortable. <laughs> I got excited here. Uh, so the funny thing with last night is you had two of the best pitchers in baseball. We can agree on Kershaw and Degrom. The over under in that game, I believe, opened around like seven. And when I was looking at it on one of the sites I used, the over under was seven. And then obviously money kept coming, came in on the under because seven. You're thinking like, okay, that's a little. These are two great pitchers. I mean, this has a chance to be zero zero into like the sixth or seventh. Goes down to six and a half, and it's like, okay, that seems like what you would think this game would be. And then a few like a half hour hour later, it goes back up to seven. So obviously money started coming in on that over. And the funny thing to me is like you see those two games where it's like these two teams are. I mean, these two pitchers are good pitchers, yada yada. But it's like. I think some people realize six and a half is way too low for a Dodger game this year. It doesn't matter who's pitching. Dodgers score runs like no other. They're probably, I imagine they are got to be on pace to be breaking records this year. I mean, you would know that better than me, but the way they've scored yeah, runs. I don't know, but probably. Makes, it, makes me feel like they're on pace to do something stupid this year. And sure enough, ended up being 14 runs in that game. Dodgers won 9-5. And it's just so funny to me that. You know, sometimes those over-unders are way off. And for, I saw another one today where it was the Twins and Brewers. Zach Davies was pitching against someone I hadn't even heard of. I think he was making, like, his first start of the year, maybe his debut. And the over-under was 10. And it's because, you know, Davies got beat up hard last time. No one knows much about this guy. And last I saw the score, it was 0-0 in the seventh. So it just goes to show you well, that. Twins can put up a lot of runs in a hurry. Yeah, but I don't know if there was still... I'll, I'll you've you. been paying attention to the Twins. Oh, I have been. I've made some money on yeah, some They are games. having uh, quite a streak. They're on pace, I think, set the record for home runs hitting a season. So, right, but, the Twins game ended up being... Okay, so, kudos to you, Andy. It did end up being a 5-3 final. Okay. And those runs all came... Wow, Andy, very good. It was almost like you saw it. The Twins scored five in the bottom of the seventh. Okay. <laughs> So like I How said, many home runs did they hit? Uh, the Twins hit one, Rosario. Just one. Just one. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, the Brewers scored two in the eighth and one in the ninth. So it did actually end up getting close. But the under still wins. Yes, yes, it so did. The point is the Twins can hit home runs, and it's not just like one guy doing it. They have multiple guys with ten already, and one of their best power hitters just came back. So yeah, they got that's a fun team. I don't know. There. I mean, I, so the plan is to talk a bit more baseball rather than doing these little like tiny talk about something that happened. We're gonna try to um, talk about a division every week. So go through uh, all the teams in the division. So that say the AL East, we're gonna have to talk about Baltimore. I'm sorry, we're just gonna have to do it. <laughs> the fans need to know. The fans in Baltimore want to know what we're thinking of them. Um, we'll have to do a research because I don't know if I can name four guys on the Orioles this season. Yeah, I've watched. I've so, come across a few Baltimore games. I might yeah. be able to like help us out with that. Yeah, so uh, we'll figure it out. So that'll be uh, probably starting next week because right now we're a little little past a third of the season, not quite halfway there. But you got a good feel for the the teams right now. I think you can already write off some teams. 
You can. Uh, oh yeah. And then you the teams a, that are that are there, kind of on the fringe, kind of see how are they gonna, what are they gonna do to get better, as the. Uh, Trade deadline's always fun in baseball. So. Oh yeah, the trade. The baseball's got more action at the deadline than any other sport. Although there is something, kind of cool that baseball's changing. They're, do you see the primary system they're instituting for, all-star voting? No. So instead of the fans will, vote and usually it's terrible, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they're trying to fix it so that there's going to be a primary where they take the top three vote getters each, at each position, and probably nine outfielders, I would guess. Then those guys, then you vote a second run. Ooh. So let's say that that situation where all the like the Cardinals fans vote for their shitty player, and that guy gets the most votes. So then they cut that off, and now you have that guy versus that's how it the should best be because like, be that been... guy versus Arenado or something. But they still have like they need a representative from every team though, still right? Yeah. Which I but... which I'm okay with. You know, every team deserves to have one All Star player. I guess you know you can if. They're really absolute garbage. Like, I don't even know who the all-star right now for the Orioles would be. I'm all Mancini it's, by far. Yeah, That's that's my fault. I, I didn't know the answer to that. But, yeah, I don't know. That'll be exciting. I think the Padres are going to have, like, ten all-stars this it year. could be. <laughs> uh, but, honestly, you know, sometimes just... where those, those popular teams will get in, like, four starters when they really should only have one. And, like, that guy wouldn't have made the team if he wasn't the starter. But I feel like sometimes I feel bad for, like, with – how it is the fans because like obviously some franchises are a lot more popular like for example the, the Padres they have a stud pitcher this year Paddock I mean if he keeps that up that's a guy that should be an all-star but because he well, plays for the Padres fan voting pitchers aren't what pitchers aren't on the fan voting and they shouldn't be I'm glad yeah. that I answered my own my own upsetness about that <laughs> it was already answered see so they're ahead of all right all right yeah, no, it's usually some like second baseman that like doesn't belong or something. Yeah, what? Uh, I feel like there was one last year, a couple years ago, that people were just like, "What the fuck?" I can't remember, but in basketball, one of the big cases was when uh, Zaza <laughs> came within like a couple votes of being the starting center for the Western Conference. <laughs> so the, the this will change that a bit, as it should, yeah. as it should. All righty, well. Is that going to pretty much wrap it up for sports? I have a posing a question for Tony. Okay, when's, when's your soccer game? Oh, yes, Saturday. Saturday, All right. Saturday 11.45 Pacific time. Which, uh, by the way, Tony's super fan Larry will not be in town to watch with us. It's okay because I was I was talking to our goose. And our goose. Our, our, one of our uh, article writers, Goose, that sometimes drops his face in the show. And I don't – I mean, I don't need to – go to anywhere extravagant. Like last year we tried going to a place and the place was full and the line was out the door. And I realized that it's like, if you go to a place like that, sure. The atmosphere could be good, but uh, getting a drink seems about impossible. And I don't need that. You know, yeah. I want some, some drinks, but uh, that can be a conversation off camera, <laughs> off recording. One yes. Day we'll, one day we'll be on camera, <laughs> but yes, that game's, Saturday, I think Liverpool's going to win. I think currently right now, because the way you bet soccer has to be 90 minutes, so it doesn't. you can bet that they'll lift the trophy. But if you're just going to bet them right now for the 90 minutes, they're like minus 110, minus 115, and Liverpool's, I mean, uh, Tottenham's like plus 250, plus 280. So it'll be interesting. I think Liverpool's got it, especially since they were there last year. Uh, they're just and they've gotten better this year. Tottenham's not nearly the team that should give them trouble. I would have been a little more afraid of that Ajax team because they were playing very good and as a team, but 
they're used to Tottenham. They know how to play against Tottenham. Tottenham's main guys are banged up and stuff. So I think Liverpool should win this one nice and easy. But yeah. So just enjoy it. Yes, enjoy it. Get drunk. Get drunk. Have some English ales. Some English ales. Listen to the Beatles. Yes. That'll be the... And this pod. Yes. And he's English. How dare you. <laughs> All right. Well, is that uh, sum it up then? Yeah. It's a lot of sports, but... It was good stuff. I look forward to Thursday all. and Saturday's game will be fun. Uh, you've been listening to the Tony's Take podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend. And we're now on Spotify, so uh, shout out to those people checking us out there. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we had Off-Road Ice Cream Andy. Bye. And Tony Katz. See you guys later.